This is a global original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. So, a huge subject today, a huge, huge subject today that everyone, I think, has experienced and encountered. One, if I'm honest, I almost don't want to do this conversation because it's so complex, it's so complicated. We're so often left as parents utterly frustrated Mm. with the lack of options that we're left with with this topic. And it is, of course... Bullying. Well, I know I share your kind of frustration and almost malaise and trepidation at the thought of doing this because in order to do it any sort of justice or service, you have to go to the very heart of darkness again in the retelling of certain stories. And as a family, we've really suffered at the hands of bullying. Our children have suffered at the hands of bullying um, in in a myriad of different ways. Um, but as we often do, I think sometimes it really serves to kind of look back at what our experiences were of bullying. And I remember having a conversation with you not that long ago where you quite proudly said that you didn't feel you were ever bullied. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I said it proud. No, no, no. But, no, like no, right no, no. Well, you were a bit of a tosser <laughs> when you said it. But, uh, you know, being kind, I thought, oh, oh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. oh. I Why sort of ran did across... I sound like a tosser? Well, because, because you said, said it in that way you do when you've bought Park Lane in Monopoly. I've never been bullied. I'll buy Park Lane. Like, I'm going to win. No, I'm not. You didn't mean it to sound like that, but that's how it sounded. And I thought, and I felt jealous. I felt a twinge of, oh, right. Okay. So you haven't been bullied. And I thought, what makes you so special that you haven't been bullied? I got proprietorial about you not being bullied rather than happy for you. Um. And yet I've seen you bullied in real life and grown up life. I, I just never felt... I mean, there will have been bullying times mm. at school. You know, you come home, you're a bit upset because people have sort of picked on you a bit. Yeah. But I never had sustained bullying going... Is that because in. you were a larger-than-life personality could look after know. yourself? I, I don't know what... what what Why one person gets bullied and another person doesn't. Yeah. I think it, there can be so many different reasons for it, really, can't there? I was bullied mercilessly for my mother being gay. That was the specific thing. Bullying became a real... I mean, there was the normal kind of, you know, joshing in the playground, you know, kicking and fighting and all scrapping with your friends. But then bullying, it became a systematic form of bullying when I was about 10 or 11, when people cottoned on to the fact that my mum was gay and that she was sleeping with, obviously, in our very small flat. She, They'd come, they'd stay, they'd see. My mum was in bed with a woman and me trying to explain the woman away as my aunt only made things worse because then the word incest flew around and oh, it was just... God. So then I had an incestuous lesbian mother and oh, so it became God. more and more complicated and kids started to stop coming around. But what I learned at quite an early age wasn't just the bullying of name-calling. I could look after myself physically... And I would look after myself physically. I remember snapping a snooker cue over Stuart's head because he was bullying me about my mum and uh, verbally. 
But the bullying that I found the most difficult was the bullying that happened in the action of people not coming to my house anymore and not seeing me and not wanting to socialise with me outside of school. Mm. And, and well, I exclude that exclusion. Yeah, exclusion. And so, which bullying is so by difficult omission. to police because they can just say, so what do you mean? Oh, well, sorry, it, exactly. I didn't know that we hadn't. Oh, what, have we been invited? Yeah. I think it's why I have such an intolerance to anyone I've been in relationships with or friends with or worked with who are passive-aggressive. Because for me, passive-aggressive is 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 a form of bullying. Mm. It's bullying without any evidence mm. that you can use against mm. them and say, hang on, look what you just did. They go, well, no, 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 I didn't. So for me, that was the most corrosive. My, then my bullying at school, uh, at secondary school became much more physical where I remember being bullied by a boy in the street again because my mother was gay. And the only way I could resolve that was by smashing him in the face. And then he wanted to become my best friend. And so I learned at an early age, and I think this has made it problematic in the way we've both dealt with Maddie and Kiki and Izzy and Fleur with their experiences of bullying, where I've often thought that a good sharp, sharp, sharp shock can work. A jab back is a viable option. And I, I think I want to say that and I want to part myself in that camp because if I'm honest, I don't literally mean a sharp jab in the ribs or a physical jab. But sometimes I do think that jabbing a kid back or through its parent or whatever is sometimes the only way to resolve a problem. So those were my experiences. And, and finally... The one other person who used to be my defence... What happen in the old days when people did that? Because, of course, now you can't do that. Was that just mean? saying, oh, that's boys sorting out, he's punched him in the face? Well, punch oh, his boy in the face. now you can't do anything. Well, I you? remember I remember protecting a kid from bullying at school once and then his... There's nothing more intimidating than older sisters in a school, is there? I mean, I was about 12 and then these 14-year-old sisters came along. They picked me up in the middle of the street and threw me into a bush. I mean, it was so... It sounds like an episode of Grange Hill. It was just like Grange Hill. Um, but yeah, what would but happen But were there then? any repercussions no, none for at those all. girls? Yeah. None at all. No one See, there's so many repercussions now, aren't there? You know. Yeah. Um, everything's filmed as well now, Everything's filmed. Yeah, no, I genuinely, I genuinely wasn't bullied at school. Neither were my sisters. Really? Yeah. We didn't... Were we you didn't... bullies? No, God no. God, I hated bullies. No, yeah, no. And in fact... I remember a number of times taking bullies to task. I was fearless. Like if somebody, I remember there was a girl, oh, I nearly said her name there. I don't want to say her name. But a say, girl, it, say it, say no, it, say it, say it. It was a girl at one of my schools that I went to and, oh my God, she was, she was just horribly bullied. Oh, right. And it used to just literally make my blood boil. So I got myself and two of my friends together and we got the bully. Oh, we right. separated her from the gang and we took her into the toilets and let's say we just gave her a good talking to. Oh, you suddenly went all Annie Palmer on us. Yeah. And she left Janice alone after that. Well, but, there you um, go. So you've got experience of it too. No, no, but I, I hadn't been bullied myself. No, I know, but, but I you... just can't bear. I just can't injustice. bear it. Oh, the injustice of it! Mm. It can make it makes me cry yeah. just hearing about other people that have been bullied. I, I think. Yes, we've had experience with bullying with our girls and I, we're not going to be too specific. We'll cross over the stories a bit so mm. that they don't know which one we're talking about. But um, And it's been horrid for our kids and da-da-da. But that merciless bullying that can go on for years in a school with a parent living with that day in, day out, my heart can literally bleed for them because I just... I just don't think I could think of many worse things than that. Mm. And your child screaming and crying and not wanting to go into school because they're scared. Or they go totally quiet, then no communication. There's all different kinds of ways that they can act out, isn't there, the bullied child. Um, 
I think we have such a problem with our system. We really do. You know, I mean, schools will say that they have an anti-bullying policy, but so many people will tell you, you drill into that. And actually, well, what is your anti-bullying policy? Yeah, exactly. To say there isn't any bullying in our school? It's as spineless there... and meaningless as the phrase we're, we're doing mental health awareness today. What does that involve? Oh, we're aware of it. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I do feel sorry for schools as well because it is incredibly difficult. I mean, yeah. you know, my sister has worked in various different schools and she said, yeah, you're right. When the bully is, it can often feel like the bully is getting more attention than the bully. Yes. And she said often that's because we may know in the school of actually what's going on with that child that is the bully. Yeah. There's chaos at home and there's all sorts of other things going on. Do you think but that doesn't help you if your child is bullied. Precisely. And, and that doesn't help you control that urge, that yeah. primal urge yeah. to go down that school. I mean, I have been very close, mm. very close a couple of times with various children in various... <laughs> points in our life with various daughters, yeah. where I have really, really been tested that I could have got physical. Of course you can't. That is not right. It's not legal. Mustn't. You mustn't. But that doesn't change the fact that an, every fibre of your being is a bad... The lion comes out. I've you wanted want to protect to, I, your yeah, child. I've wanted to nail certain children by the scruff of their collars to trees and just leave them there the way yeah. they've treated our girls. Or just but, get them up against the wall and go, listen here, yeah. listen here, right? Not this. Actually, I was talking to somebody the other day and she, she'd been having a real problem yeah. with her daughter and bullying. So <laughs> she went down to the school. She says, I didn't touch this kid. I made sure there was a few people around. so that Because that's what you have to think about. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. And she just said, not this kid. Not my daughter. Yeah. Never again. And she's like quite big, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. intimidating. And she said, that's what it took. It we... stopped. It stopped. But we're all terrified. We're all terrified so to talk. Leave... I mean, like, she was also saying, another friend of mine was saying that she asked the school if the school could mediate between her and the parents of the child. And the school said no. So that's like, what are we supposed to do? Hands are tied behind a back. You know, if a parent comes and says, please, can you help me to talk to the other parents that hopefully they can talk to their child and hopefully we get sorted out and the school says no. I'm going to get all Tarquin and Islington here. Let's understand the bully. We have to understand well, the bully. Well, we often do because no, there is I know, often but chaos. You know what? I don't want to understand the effing bully sometimes. Sometimes all I need to understand about the bully is that they've really upset my child. Exactly. They're being really vicious. They're being physical or they're being really, really nasty by omission. Like, I mean, and the terrible thing with children these days is that there are all sorts of ways in which bullying has become incredibly inventive. Let's, for example, test this little way. Uh... Let's go live on Instagram and let's tell someone we're doing it so they can see it, but we're not going to talk to them. See that they're not invited. See that they're not, not invited, invited and all of us friends are together because they follow. Yeah. I mean, I have wanted to take mobile phones and hurl them. And mm. I, I, don't, I cannot even begin to tell you the levels of fury yeah. that I've got. Oh, to. let's all have a sleepover, but let's not invite this person, but let's make sure that we do a live so that this person knows. Absolutely. I mean, we used to, you, when we were kids, you you know, people would go around to people's houses and go and do other things and nobody would would ever know. No. And, and I am not from, I don't come from the point of view that every child must be invited to everything. No. But I certainly wouldn't let our girls, 
if they had somebody over and not not everyone, I wouldn't let them do a live and let and let them rub the noses in the no. people that weren't invited. Now, but what's very, very important here, and um, the Princess Diana anti-bullying um, organisation did a, 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 a huge research project um, late last year into bullying. And what came back from kids was quite surprising. Tell me. They said that they feel that there's too much focus these days on bullying on social media. It is a problem, but the bigger problem for them is still the face-to-face bullying at school. Face-to-face. The face-to-face stuff. Now, that will continue on with social media, and that's annoying because you don't get to go home and have peace. But... It's being neglected, the actual problems in schools. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, my. Ah, uh, oh, actually, I have been bullied, actually. Ah. But it was. I just remember now, um, we used to call her Big Della. She was this huge girl, and she used to wait for uh, me and my sisters and my friends at the corner shop. Eventually, it got so bad they had to have the police. Actually, I'd forgotten about this. But she. It absolutely petrified me. You know, Wendy, me and Wendy, we yeah. used to get bullied by Della. Yeah, Della at Crumb. I think I used to go out with Big Della. <laughs> um, um, but that was out of school. Right. The thought of going in school all day yeah, with yeah. bullies. Yeah. I never had that. Well, low level bullying in class is horrible. And I mean, I, I don't think I was ever on the receiving end. Okay, of but low level bullying, okay. So one of our four girls went through a lot of that. Yeah. Where you come into the room and the girls that were talking to you yesterday suddenly don't talk to yeah. you at all. Now, that would be described as low-level bullying. Yeah. Okay? They didn't punch her, they didn't swear at her, they didn't push her, they didn't yeah. shove her, they didn't pull her pigtails, they didn't... But that, day in, day out, day out is very, very gruelling to put up with. Imagine if you're at work and you walk into but the also... office and everybody goes yeah. quiet day in, day yeah, exactly. out. And yet we expect children to be able to just put up with this and push this to one side. And this is the problem, is that you've just homed in on it. That is such a sort of passive-aggressive low-level bullying. Mm, I don't believe in low-level bullying. And low yet how, bullying. how is an institution of any form supposed to combat Aunt that? Police? I mean, it, it, it is, you know, my, my, my heart does go out to the institution at that point because it's like we can't do anything about making people talk to you or include you in things. We can't make people's attitudes to you change. You can stop physical violence, yes, but you can't stop ignoring or, t- you know, people just being weird. Now, I do want to keep going back to the bully because we've had experiences of where the behaviour is so overt and extreme and obvious, obvious, as plain as the nose on my face, one challenges the parent on that and the parent says, my child doesn't bully. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. How can that happen? But, but we've all got to be able to hear criticism about our children. Yes. If our children were bullying somebody, I think a lot of times, to be fair, I think when children are bullying, they don't actually know it's bullying. So I think you don't use the word, but I think as parents, we've got to be able to say, listen, can we just sit and have a chat and try yeah. and get our kids sorted and out with take this? offence. Yeah, so why can't we as parents just sometimes say, listen, can we sit down and just have a blooming chat? Yeah, I know, being sensitive about stuff. I mean, but again, that's very... That's very middle class and very Yeah, because of... sometimes you look at the child that's the bully and then you look at the parents and you think, oh, oh my God. God. A, I know why he's a bully. B, I never want to go anywhere near yeah. them because they're pretty blooming terrifying. And... and... And, and it's just, and I think as a, when you're a parent of a bullied child, it's just like looking down one, one way street, one way street, one way street, one way street. No, it's just like there doesn't seem to be any bloody answers. Now, when with between boys, bullying was very 
sort of simple, although there was that sort of ignoring me as a kid and, and not coming for sleepovers. Once we got to school, boys can muscle their way through to a place of play in sport and stuff like that. We used yeah, to. Yeah, but lot. not if you're not the sporty kid. No, not if you're the. What if you're okay, that, I'm just talking about that skinny my non sporty okay, yeah, kid yeah. who the, the great big bully is sure. waiting for you at okay. the corner every, every but day. I do, I'd, I'd be fascinated to know what, you know, with our listeners, whether there's a distinction between, for them, between the way in which boys bully and girls bully. We've only got daughters. And so the experience I've found with the way in which other girls have bullied our, our, our girls is quite phenomenally pernicious. vicious, pernicious. All girls are very different. Very yeah. nuanced. Nuanced. You can hardly pick it up. You can hardly name like they it. They just cut you out or they just don't talk to you or they're just like the rolling of the eyes to everything that you say. You know, there's so many different things. Where do these bullies end up? Yeah, that, I mean, I remember that at school, that whole thing of seeing girls just, they would do that roll of the eyes yeah. and a bit of a flick and, and a bit of eyebrow. a lift yeah. and a bit of a... And, and just put that person down. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, and it and it is that removing of um, love. Yeah, because girls tend to have much more intense friendships. Exactly. So they just remove it. a bit of the love, you know, or they comment on what you're wearing, or they comment on your makeup. Mm. It could be seen almost as friendly. Mm, I don't know if you should wear blue eyeshadow with your eyes. You know, it can be so bitchy, mm. and so that a, that a good kid doesn't even necessarily know whether that's bullying or not, but they just don't feel nice. Why do you think bully, bullying happens? I mean, bully, it's always about difference, isn't it? I mean, kids, humans, I mean, we say kids, bullying happens amongst adults. There's this sort of pretend idea that, you know, look at the leader of the free world in America. You know, bullying happens at the highest levels. Look at certain members of I the cabinet at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, accusations of bullying, bullying happen in all circles. We can all think of grown-ups who are bullying in their behaviour, bullish you know, domineering and all this kind I mean, of stuff. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got the number one, like if there's bullying going on at home and there's chaos and mm. there's nastiness or the, the way a child is spoken to at home and mm. then they, they act out when they're at school, there can just be the egomaniacs that mm. just... And they can be the power crazy, the narcissists, the psychopaths, um, the the power freaks. But you're saying... Just can... like in adulthood, those people... That you meet as an adult that are like that, which is like that. As but you are, you often say though that, that you really believe because I don't share your thought that that if you're a bully, you know you're bullying. I think no, I don't. When think so. the bullying I've seen has been so Not calculated, always. so calculated that even if there's an awareness within the child that what they're doing is a bit naughty, or it is perhaps just an extension of what they've seen mum do. It's the re- they're doing it because they know that it gets a result, which is it makes the child that's being bullied cry or feel left out. So there is absolute consciousness of wrongdoing. I I genuinely do not sign up to the not, idea. Not not all. I don't agree. Not always. Sometimes it can just be something that's got out of hand. Do you not think sometimes as well? There's just this primal need to be tribal that you get the tribe and somehow some other people are pushed out of that tribe and you feel strength in these three things. Yeah. So they know they're bullied. No, but they wouldn't necessarily know that that honest honestly this anti-bullying uh the princess diana anti-bullying um group they they said it is incredible because they do a lot of work with adults talking to people that bullied them as children and this genuinely they didn't they wouldn't have put that down in their head as bullying Oh, it's banter. Oh, I thought we were having a laugh. Oh, oh well, I know I was ah, a bit this. You've... I know I was a bit that. There's all kinds of ways that are dressed up for people to be in denial 
that they're actually bullying. And often people go, I mean, one of our daughters, when she spoke about bullying, it was incredible how many of the actual bullies came forward and said, well, who was it that bullied you? Yeah, 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 even know it was them. But I think you just used a word that I think goes to the heart of bullying for today's generation of teenagers. Banter. The word banter is one of my least favourite terms of the modern generation. No, 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 no. But more than that, more than that. Even the very use of the word, what? Can't you take banter is bullying. The banter itself's bullying. And then apparently your inability to be able to take bantering is yet another level of bullying. And I think Because you're because you're then a pussy if you haven't been able to take the banter. And I actually went with Maddie to this um I don't really know what would it call it. It was a kind of it was a gathering for different anti-bullying campaigners because mm. uh, Maddie and I have both worked on mm. anti-bullying campaigns, and um, they had this huge wall, and they had all these different phrases, and you had this column where it was banter and column that was bullying, and they had all these different children milling around, mm. and they were absolutely stuck. They were yeah nearly. Every one of these phrasing, phrases was going over to banter. Mm. Nearly every one. And there was like, you know, dozens of them on the banter side and just a couple on the bullying. And we've the lines have got so blurred exactly. with that bloody word, banter. No, exactly. I think it's one of the most corrosive and damaging words for this generation and for parents of it. teens. No, and also more than that, I think the word banter sanctions bullying. Yeah. It sanctions and makes normal and normalises bullying behaviour. It even, I would go so far as to say, and I see it amongst the, the peer groups of some of our daughters now, it even it even justifies, allows for, and necessitates more bullying chat. So it becomes normal. So that there are, it's almost yeah, like you've potentially got a generation of kids coming through that are desensitised to what is bullying, and so they won't, in future years, even categorise it, it as bullying. As bullying. It's like Maddie and Kiki always say, isn't it, that what you can say, what people will say on social media, on text, on WhatsApp, whatever it is, you would never say face-to-face. Yeah. So they have become desensitised yeah. on what's okay to say and what's not. They really, really have. No, they really have. Because if you're looking into somebody's eyeballs and you're saying something, yeah. you're going to really think about it much more than you are if you're going to put it on text. Shall it's we my hear? most loathed, loathed word is banter. It makes me furious. Especially when you see them all going, oh, can't you take banter? Can't you take banter? I'm just going to find Maddie's um, voice note, which they record, bless them, in their in their, in their their bedrooms. So I feel like bullying is a really um, difficult thing for parents to be able to help with because um, from my own experience, I used to be quite badly bullied and I never told my parents about it um, during the time I was at school. I only really kind of recently been able to properly tell them what happened so I think it's really hard for parents to help when I feel like a lot of kids feel embarrassed to say that they're being bullied or sometimes you kind of think that it's normal to be bullied because the adults that you do hear from they kind of go oh well I was bullied in school it makes you a stronger person people kind of brush off bullying as just being an experience that we all have to go through, but I don't think everybody has to experience bullying and I don't think it's the only thing that makes you strong in the world. You know, you could... I think it's a really unfair thing to say to children when people are just like, well, I was bullied as well and it makes you stronger in life and, like, there are other ways of becoming stronger in life. Um, And I also think that 
a lot of people see bullying as being pushed over or being punched in the arm, being beaten up after school, which, yes, is bullying. But bullying can also be rumours being spread. It can be um, side glances when you're walking down the hall. It can be people whispering behind your back. And I didn't really experience any physical bullying when I was at school. It was mostly, like, rumours and people staring at me, people whispering stuff so that I could hear it. Um, If I'd speak in the lunchroom, then everybody in the school would go quiet. Um, So it's stuff like that. So in my head, I never thought it was really bullying. I was just like, oh, it seems like this happens to a lot of people in the school. It must just be normal. Um, And then it kind of makes you feel like you don't have the right to be kind of upset about it. But obviously, um, the bullying got to a point where I realised that it wasn't normal and I was kind of the only one going through it. Um, And that's when I came out of school. But I I do think it's hard for parents to help when kids feel like they can't talk to them about it. Um, I feel like a lot of it is on the school, for sure. I mean, uh, I know that many, many schools are aware of bullying happening, and I know it's hard to prevent when there's a lot of people in school or if there's a lot of bullying happening. But um, I do think that a lot of schools just turn a blind eye to it because they kind of know that there's there's only so much that they can do. but yeah, I, I do think bullying is a problem. I don't really know the answer to helping out with it. I mean, you've just got to hope that you've got a good enough relationship with your child that they would be able to tell you. Um, but yeah. Oh my I God. I love that point. Oh my God, oh my we God. get this all the time because we're homeschoolers. <sighs> People say, well, how are they going to be ready for life? You know, being bullied is part of life. Yeah, having the thighs knocked off you. I don't agree with that. I think people can be left absolutely broken after being bullied. Can. I don't want to give my make my child strong by letting them be bullied. Fuck the bullies. <laughs> Sorry, they can fuck Mark, right off. Don't I don't swear. care. I don't care I'm swearing. I don't care. Put an E on the thing and it says sweary stuff. I'm sitting, hearing that. Hearing that actually takes me back to how, on one occasion, I was really striving to try and help Maddie. One of the one of the ways in which we've experienced bullying is unfortunately because of your profile on television, and that has been used against the girls, and that has been you know jealousies and asides and a feeling that they have something and that, that they we you know that these kids don't have, and because they've got a sort of mum off the telly and a, a parents that work in in the media and all that that they can't have problems. It drives me to effing drink when I hear Maddie talk like that because she was concealing it. They were trying to normalise it. I remember reaching out to parents on repeated occasions saying this, not not being in any way there was no ambiguities in what was happening here. You know, you'd get lots of other people's opinions on what had happened in terms of the bullying. You would run it past them and they would just simply pretend it wasn't going on. I mean, you know, I am a big fan of direct action. I am a big fan of you pick the phone up to the parent in question and you deal with it. You phone them up and you say your child is being a little it's mainly shit. Different, though. Well, it did for a week. No, it did for a week yeah, and it then it's, then it came back again. But Absolutely. It doesn't. This is why I was dreading doing this topic because it, you do end up just pulling your bloody hair out. Because because there is no help. And I think it's just shocking. I'm more angry with I, the parents of these bullies than the bullies themselves. Oh, God, yeah. I find the parents unforgivable. If I, you know, I live in fear that my children will do something wrong to someone else. Not that because I think they will, but if that were to happen... Don't really live no, in I don't fear. mean, I don't mean I live dramatic. in No, but it would be one of the worst things that I would hear. I wouldn't be in a position of... This is what I don't understand about being a parent. I wouldn't be in a position of, oh, no, she wouldn't do that. If someone tells me it reasonably, oh, look, by the way, 
Kiki's been like this well, and Maddie's been when like I, that. When I'd be I've, like, oh my God, I'm so when sorry. I, when I've approached parents, what makes me just... Because if somebody were to approach me, I'd say, okay, let me have a chat with the girls and I'll come back to you. But what when I've approached parents... All they've said to me, no, that's not my child. Yeah. Like, without even having the flaming yeah. conversation with them and saying, did you call her and say da-da-da? Because I could look at my children and ask them a question like that, and if they were lying, I would know. Yeah, I bet your bottom dollar, the reason they say that to you, no, that my child wouldn't do that, is because you're probably the sixth person to say it, and they're in denial, and they don't want to face that little darling, little whatever her name is, is actually the nastiest little shit on the planet. There are evil kids, guys, and we have to recognise this. There are evil kids with evil parents and they bully. Yeah. They, they Look, we can all pussyfoot around it being Mr. Bloody Politically Correct. Oh, all kids are lovely and all kids are innocent. No, some kids are programmed little by shits. their parents and they're little shits that get satisfaction. Distra- I've seen treatment but more of and more. girls that has absolutely made my eyes pop out. I've not seen behaviour like that in the most extreme, torturous environments. I mean, remarkable behaviour, where you've had to physically bundle me into a car so that I don't throw a child into a river. Mm. Shocking. There are kids out there who... And this is my worry. I do worry that we can get a little bit too bloody... What's it called? You know, kid gloves and sort of, oh, well, let's understand the bully. Uh, Fuck that shit. Let's understand the victim of bullying first. I'm not understanding, understanding the bully. This is the victim... And this is the other thing. Why would victims of bullying lie? I don't know. Why do people assume that if someone complains about it, why would, why would we be making I this shit up? I don't know. I don't know. It's so odd, isn't it? There's such an illogicality in it yeah. that you must be mentally stupid if you're a parent yeah. of a child that bullies. Yeah. Sorry. I've lost my rag. I've lost my shit. I've lost my shit. It really... <laughs> do you need a minute? <laughs> It really upsets me because I. It, she's just taken me back, Maddie. She's just taken me back to, you know, when she used to come out of school and and she would muscle through, and I would see the. She would be eating. I would see the stress eat. of her day would leave her as I was pulling some stupid face at the wheel of my car, and she was like getting into the safety of the car. And in the morning, I would drop her off, and she would have to ignore my stupid face as she went off because she knew she had to put on the armor. And she didn't even know if she was being bullied. And the thing is, and the thing is, I love that, what she said. I just thought that that's what was supposed Damn. to happen. And it's funny because we've never been the sort of parents to say, oh, get bu- when you're bullied, it makes you strong. We've never even said never that. Never said that. So that influence has come to her from somewhere. No, it's never not said our that. Well, it's come to her from a fucking peer group. And here's yeah. the other thing about bullying that really, really pisses me off too. Sorry, listener. Is why is it that the children who value kindness, are the ones that suffer. I don't know. I don't Why know. is that? How is that? How is that Because so? I don't want to say the words because I want there to be more kind, sweet, shy, gentle yeah. children. But have they got a great big sign on them saying, here yeah. you go, come and bully me? So there's some big arsewipe somewhere who comes on and goes, oh, she's kind. She looks nice. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it drives me to distraction. And I think it's all right for us to say that, yes, Maddie and Kiki have experienced these things. Here's the interesting thing about Maddie and Kiki. They're both incredibly forthright, upstanding, strong, 
and quite boundaried girls. They've got all of the issues that most teenagers and tweens have got. They always thought they're wrong. They've done something. But they wrong always felt to, like yeah. it was some lack in them. And I think the danger with bullying is that you can maybe resolve yeah. the acuteness of the situation. This is why I was fascinated years ago when there were, you know, there was a vogue for school reunions. And I remember speaking to a couple of friends who had gone to a couple of school reunions, and they'd only gone back because they wanted to see the bully. And they wanted to explain to the bully that what they did didn't work. And I remember saying to one of these guys who had been bullied, but it has. It has worked. Because you're wanting to go back to tell them something. I mean, the thing is, the the facts are there. We know that it it, it affects one's self-esteem and it can continue right through your life. So anybody, I would challenge anybody that says bullying makes you a stronger person. I would really challenge the sanity of that and really challenge where you get that opinion from. Has that just been fed to you? I just don't believe it. I don't believe being bullied makes you a stronger, if you say more that, able you're a moron. adult. You're an absolute moron, an unimaginative, emotionless moron. I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt on her behalf because this is kind kids. They're both kind kids. And this isn't the delusions of a parent. Our kids can be right pains in the arses. They can be lazy. They can okay. be opinionated. They can be, they can be, they can say the wrong shit. They can not do the right things. They can be everything. They can be rude. But one thing they have not been is unkind to no. anyone I've known than me. No. They are generous of person, generous of spirit. And if the only consequence for that in this society is that you are, okay, you've got to get the sides knocked off you a bit, fuck the society. That's how I feel. It really upsets me. Because I know that a lot of Maddie's body image issues and I know a lot of Kiki's social anxiety issues are directly attributable to the bullying they've had. Directly. It's been hardwired into them. We talk about nature, nurture, and how families and homes affect things. And we talk about how society affects things and social media. Bullshit. Bullies can go fast track to the very vulnerabilities of a child. Right into the heart of a child. Yeah, yeah. And yet there's no bloody answer. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day who's worked in... I can't remember what her... But anyways, worked in various schools and various different, you know, uh, across both private sector and um, state... I know. That's why I'm going to talk and let you calm. Yeah. Um, and I said, has any school that you've ever worked in ever sorted out a bullying problem? <laughs> she said no. No. So, you know, I we we did take our children out of school. Yeah. Um, and we've had lots of knocks for that. Yeah. Because they're supposed to just stay in school and be bullied. Yeah. Well, Kiki wasn't being bullied. They're supposed to just stay in school being bullied. But why didn't you just leave them there so that they could, so that they would learn how to be really, really mm. strong and how to fight? I mean, what? Mm. What? I want all my kids' childhood is going to be living in fear and stress and anxiety and worry and not eating and not sleeping for what? For what reason? Just because this is what we've been fed to believe. Mm. Because actually, it just makes everything tick along a lot nicer. Just keep everyone in the schools that they're mm. in. Don't muck about with it. There's nothing you can do. They'll be all right. It's just... It's bullshit. It's bullshit. We've, tr- been, we've been sold a pup. Sold a pup. And they're trotting out the line that there's fucking anti-bullying sort of pro- procedures in place just so that they can say there are... Yeah. They just do say you know, it. Do you know that anything. there is no official anti-bullying? No. Like, the, in each individual school is responsible for the, whatever their bullying procedure Mm, is. mm. So it could be nothing. It Mm. could be F all. It could be, well, yeah, um, it could be just try and get rid of the parents as fast as you can with an email. Well, let's hear what Carlitos has got to say. Bullying is a hard subject to talk about because 
some kids don't want to talk about it and some do. Um, bullying can vary. Um, I mean, there's mental bullying, physical bullying, verbal bullying, emotional bullying. There's all sorts. But I was never, like, physically bullied in my old school, but I was always verbally bullied. But back then I never had the confidence to ever say anything. Um, but I just think it depends on the situation if parents were to get involved because that can either calm things down or make things a lot worse. Personally, I think it's best for parents to stay out of it as when they do report it to the school, the victim is like kind of labelled as weak and it's going around the, to the pupils that they've had to bring in mummy and daddy because they can't deal with it themselves. Um, and I feel like some people just won't be happy until they've pushed you and pushed you and pushed you to the ground. But I think it's important to hold that ground and stand your ground. I don't think boys do bully differently to girls. Um, I mean, yes, they may be, like, set about separate things, but... I do kind of get that sense that girls, only slightly, but girls are a li little less confrontational about things and they're more, they tend to gossip behind the back more, whereas boys will come out and say it and be very brutal um, about things like that um, and just say whatever they want. But... Yeah, it's it's a tough situation, but I just think, you know, every day is a new day and you're entitled to start that day with a smile on your face. And that's just it. See, there you go. It doesn't change, does it? If your parents come up to school, you're just seen as weak. <laughs> dumb, dumb, speechless, <laughs> dumbfounded. If, if anyone out there dares to bully my children again, I will find you, and regardless of what the broadcasting standards rules are on these podcasts, I will find you. <laughs> you can't say that. I don't know that. if I'm allowed you're to not, say that. No, of course you're not. You can't bloody say anything. You can't even go up and say, you nasty little shit, stay away from my kid. Protect the we bully. are muted. Protect the bully. As parents, we are muted. We have got cloth stuck in our bloody mouths and we've got to stand really nicely, smile sweetly, and not protect our children. And I, bet, and I bet if you did anything, like recorded or in anything, or tried to film anything to demonstrate that someone oh, was behaving in a certain God. way, Can you believe, you'd can be you the one in it? trouble. Can you imagine you'd have, it? You'd have somehow caused a, created a crime. Oh, sorry, I'm going to have to end this. Can't do it anymore. Let's go, let's go and read some emails and messages. Okay. Now, before we record each episode of our podcast, we ask you to get involved on social media. Hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to get in touch on our Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and Family. On Twitter, at Nadia Sawala. And if you're a little bit scared of Nadia and you're a little <laughs> bit worried that she might tell you off, you can always come to lovely, cuddly old me at, <laughs> at, on Instagram at Mark underscore Adderley. A-double-D-E-R-L-E-Y. Right. Arnold, 56, Middlesbrough. My son has suffered from being bullied at school. I've spoken to the school about it and they've been keeping an eye on it, but they don't do anything to stop it. He comes home so upset. He's miserable and hates school. 
After trying the whole compassionate angle and promising him it will pass for the last couple of years, I thought recently enough was enough. So I advised him to fight back. I told him to get the ringleader, square up to him, tell him that he was sick of his shit and to leave him alone or he'll beat him up. Yes! Sorry, that was me in inverted commas. So thing is, I was called in to see the headmaster because things got out of hand. My son ended up putting one of the bullying kids' heads through a pane of glass. Okay, so I didn't intend for that to happen. I wanted the bullying to stop and I thought that this was the only way after years of trying inaction. My son got suspended for two weeks, but he confessed to me that he was glad he stood up for himself and I think he'll be left alone when he goes back to school. Well, you know... I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. She's she's having a situation with her son. Mm-hmm. She's once, twice gone to the teacher. They're not doing anything. She says, I'm going to give her one more time if he comes home. She said, and then my advice will be to him, you go in there. He's younger. He's primary. Mm. Well, not primary. He's like 12. So it's not like going to be big fisticuffs. And she said, whatever you, if you want to shove him, slap him, say whatever, I'll 100% support you with the school. I'll 100% support mm. you. And, I, and you know, I, I, mean, I agree. It. I agree. I understand why people get pushed to that. Mm. Because at the end of the day, quite often that is what works. That's what worked with you. Well, I mean, the, the, weird, the, the funniest part of my story was that once I punched him on the fa- in the face, not only did he no longer bully me, but more, almost a more troubling problem afterwards was he wanted to be my bloody best oh, friend. God. So, yeah. Now, um, you see, my thing is, I never would say go and hit them. I would never do that because. Things can go so terribly oh, wrong. Oh, absolutely. Like in that example, you know, head through the pane of glass. Exactly. Imagine if that child had died. Mm. Imagine if something, there'd been some catastrophic injuries. Mm. Then your child is then going to a young offenders. So it's really, really difficult. But I would sanction my child to say whatever they want yeah. to say. But I would always say... Don't do the physical. But you're running a real risk with kids these days. I mean, in our neighbourhood too, you know, everyone is carrying knives. Everyone is not carrying everyone. Them. Well, it, a lot of people are not an everyone. Enormous, is carrying an enormous number of kids have some degree yeah, a lot of weaponry of on them. And so, the, oh, the sad thing is, a lot of those kids aren't kids that want to use no, a knife. No. A lot of those kids are kids that are scared yeah. and think it's a way to defend themselves. Absolutely. It's just it's just a terrible situation. It's a mess. It's a terrible mess. Um Okay. You've got one from Uh, Erin, I think. Erin, 41. When I was a teenager, we picked on this boy in years 9 and 10. We would say he smelt bad. We even had a game called Stinky Kevin. Basically, the game was running away from him. Oh, my God. Do you remember seeing that at school? Oh, my God. The teacher made me sit with him for a whole year, and I constantly teased him to the delight of my friends. Then one day he invited me to his birthday. I was confused, but still went. Turns out he thought I was his best friend. Oh, don't. He said his dad would only let five people stay over and he gave me one of the invitations. Oh, no. In fact, he invited all of my friends as well. All of us had made fun of him in the past. Oh, no. None of them turned up. Out of the 30 kids in our class, I was the only one to turn up. When the door opened at his house, he was so happy to see me. We played games all night and I had so much fun with him. I found out the reason he smelt bad was because he had to wear the same old pair of old clothes. His mum had died suddenly and his single father couldn't afford much else. And then later on in the party, his dad said to me that it heard so much about me and how his son was so happy to have a friend like me. I felt crushed, so guilty, I still do now. Later on, after the party, at parents' evening, my mum and dad came back home saying that the boy's father had said to them he was so happy his son had found a friend like me. 
I hung out with him at school after that and made sure he had a friend to talk to and defended him when people called him names. He finally found friends after I introduced him to some people in different groups at the school. I look back and it makes me sad that kids can be so cruel and that I was one of those cruel kids. See, that's interesting that that you did uh, that you did Erin kind of know you were bullying, but you but you didn't at the same time. That that's that's what I mean. Oh God, and that's so sweet that that boy didn't. Don't even know. Do you know how often that happens, where people invite a whole class and nobody comes to the party? Do not even say. I that. have seen that. I have seen that. I have seen pleas out for people to send in stuff and to help out with the kid. Yeah, because nobody. I've decided what... a whole class has turned around and said, "I'm not going." Now, what kind of parents oh allow the school, a child to think that they're coming to the party and not turn up? Don't, 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 don't. I feel like in my in my later years, I might have to throw myself up onto the market as someone who goes to kids' parties that have no one there so I can just entertain Terminator. Them. Yeah, oh my God, the Terminator. <laughs> no, but interestingly, what Aaron throws a bit of a spotlight over there is, is, you know, I was disputing whether you can bully and not just be fully responsible, and, and yet you're f- just fully responsible for your bullying. I suppose there is an instance where you can be part of a group and if you're yeah. not seen to be bullying along with the other, you yeah. might, you often see it in movies like Stand By Me. You know, there'll be one in the group going, oh, I actually quite like this guy, but because you're having to be, keep your face with, you know, your, your main group of friends, you, you partake in the bullying. I can see that. I can see that being a very invidious position because in a weird way, that bully in that group who doesn't want to be bullying is being bullied too into yeah. bullying. So you can be bullied yeah. into bullying, and I think but, that's but something. But what I that like in this that's interesting is, you know how often now they work, there's a lot of work being done with prisoners, offenders, mm. having to meet their victims, mm. and then they turn turn their life around when they actually. This is how schools could get more yeah. involved. This is like positive action that could be taken because some children don't realise what they're doing is wrong. Mm. And if you've got a proper impact witness statement where you actually, you did some kind of intervention and you showed that as children what that what the impact was, you know, maybe that, maybe that could work. I think we should make a series called Meet Your Bully. Yeah. Grown-ups that reconnect with people who bullied them as kids. And it has that sort of, you know, convict slash victim, you know. Because that would be quite good to show kids in school. I mean, what kind of, I mean, there's got... The long-lasting We can't just keep saying that this is all there is. There's like zero options. I know. We can put a man on the moon. I'm sure there's going to be some people, and I hope there are, that do contact us on Instagram. If you're a teacher or a head who disagrees with everything that we say and your school is somebody that's dealing really well and that you can put your hand on your heart and sleep easy at night with without a guilty conscience that what you are you really actively take part in we'd love to know what you do because we'd love to spread the word to other schools and share with us your thoughts on this seeming truism that the parents of pretty much all children that bully don't think their children bully it's really odd isn't it Really I hear odd. it. Not, not my little Willie. Really odd. The vast majority of parents of bullying kids never admit their kids are bullies. have done a lot of sweeping statements today. Everyone carries a knife. The vast majority. I think it's because you're a bit passionate. Let's give him a disclaimer there. Right. He's obviously massively generalised because right. he's annoyed. All right. Well, 
that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala. And on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review. Tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Ta-da! <laughs>